here. Welcome back to the Nigerian Filmmaker, a podcast for us to talk about Nigerian filmmakers, their films, and how we can build a diverse and functional industry. I'm your host, Selegot. On this episode, my guest is Barnabas Bani Amodi. He's a filmmaker and cinematographer. He has shot films such as Elevator Baby, Day of Destiny, and Prophetess. We talk about his influences, how he keeps up with film technology, and his most challenging job so far. If you're a new listener, you're welcome and I hope you enjoy. Hi, Bani. You're welcome to the Niger Filmmaker. Thank you so much, Seleb. I'm pleased to, to be here and I'm hoping that we enjoy our conversation today. Yeah, I hope so too. So can you introduce yourself? Uh, my name is um, Barnabas uh, Bani Modi. Uh, I'm a filmmaker, cinematographer based in Lagos, Nigeria. Okay. Your filmography looks impressive. You have worked as a DOP on DOD Prophetess, which is yet to be um, out, um, Elevator Baby, and I think you had the camera operator on Namaste Wahala. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so, um, yeah, can you tell us how your um filmmaking journey started? Uh, journey started in I think 2015. Uh, yeah, 2015. So, um, uh, after school, so literally, I was looking for um something to do before um, the National Youth Service, and thankfully, um. I had a friend that was already working in the industry, and since I've always I've always loved films, you get, but like I never thought I would, I would be a filmmaker. Maybe I'll make films with in life, and and thankfully I, I I enjoyed going on set with him, and I picked up um, filmmaking along the way. So that was how my journey started officially. Okay, and how has it been since 2015? Ah, it has been good. Um, uh, been a lot of uh, growth, uh, personal development, which was very, very important. Since uh, I, I did not come from a, a filmmaking background, or uh, neither did I go to a film school or something. So there's been a lot of growth, personal development, improvement, and I'm thankful that we are here today and we are doing amazing stuff. Okay, so what did you study in school? Uh, I studied um, uh, uh, mathematics. Interesting. Do you get to use yeah. mathematics on the job on set? Oh, uh, there's 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 a lot of uh, mathematics in cinematography and lighting. So, so I think maybe I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm in a perfect place because uh, many a times you get to calculate the angles or degrees and the angle of light and so. So many of all these things that we learned studied mathematics and I, I I found them in filmmaking. So that is that is that is something impressive and that is a good thing. Yeah. That's that's great. How do you approach a movie when like let's say the director or producer calls you? Um, what conversations do you have? How do you approach it? Uh, for me, um, uh, okay, like whenever I'm being called um, for for new work, so I, I I always try to 
to get the vision of the director for that film uh, and also read the material first. So if, if it will be something that I'll be interested in working on. So if I, if I read it and I'm interested, then you get to have lengthy conversations with the director so that um, 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 I'm in line with his vision for the film and how he plans to execute. And if it is something that I think uh, we'll be able to work together and definitely I'll jump on it. So he, 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 um, the vision for that film is very, very important for me as, as, as it helps me visually to to see what the director sees and and i'll be able to do a a better job if i if i know what the director is trying to achieve with that particular story so since film is collaborative uh, all hands must be on deck you must be in line um you must you must you must understand the vision you must know why you are doing this particular film you yeah get? so that is for me that is very very important i i cannot just jump on a project um, which I don't understand what we are trying to achieve. It will mess me up visually and mentally. So it is very, very important for me to connect to that particular story before I'm able to do my job. And thankfully, some of the amazing stuff that I've been able to do uh, as, as, has been built on this uh, particular, particular thing. You get, first and foremost, understand the vision uh, have a lengthy conversation with the director and also fall in love with the material that you're working on. So that is that is how I, I, I commence working on projects. Yeah. And um like how do you like to prepare for a shoot? So yeah, you're you're on board with the director's vision, you like the material. Like what yeah. are the things you go through, you know, getting ready for the first day of principal photography? Uh there's 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 before the first day of principal photography there's a lot of pre-production work that goes down uh, from um from checking out locations, scouting locations, to breaking down uh, each and every scene uh with the director, uh to also having a conversation with my gaffer, my key grip, and uh, discussing and bouncing off ideas on how we are going to execute uh, each and every scene in line with the vision of the director. Then also um, discussing with production about uh, equipment or the tools that we need to execute the vision. You get so there's a lot of a lot of solid pre-production work hmm. that goes down for the first day of um, principal photography, which uh, uh, which thankfully I'm 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 I'm, I'm heavy on pre-production so if 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 you have a solid pre-production um, uh, it makes um, principal photography easier at least to some extent you get to because every every everybody con- uh, contributes everybody collaborates together even doing pre-production so imagine if everybody is uh, is uh, uh, everybody is 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 in the same um, space mentally and um, everybody's thinking alike at that point or everybody's bouncing off ideas and all the ideas are coming together nicely when we are set it to make it to make everything beautiful and to make it tastefully done so pre-production is very very important for me okay and um do you tend to work with um storyboards uh, yes, um, I work. I, I, I mostly work with storyboards um, for um, action sequences or sequences that uh, that you actually need story, uh, concrete storyboarding. You get mm. you, you, most of most of 
some of the work we do in Nollywood, we, we, we really we are not heavy on storyboarding because stories are are not that um, are not that difficult to execute. You get. I said maybe we have maybe car chasings, action sequences, and so many other sequences that that are heavy and you need a storyboard to actually execute. So that is where I mostly use the storyboard. Oh, okay, and on. Uh, on commercials, too, we do we do a lot of storyboarding on commercials yeah. because commercials are precise and blah blah blah. So we are heavy on storyboard during commercials and so many other small adventures. So basically, I I, I definitely use storyboard okay. when when it's necessary. Yeah, and do you find that with um, commercials, particularly, like do you have to show the client the storyboard, or most of them are not interested? Oh, they they actually need to approve um, everything. What's your storyboard, your treatment for that particular um, 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 commercial you get? Because some of them might need to see what you're planning to to do visually. You get so they need to. So a storyboard is actually very very important in in order for them to get an idea of what you're trying to do with their with the um, um, with the story or maybe the, the the brief that you that that you got. So storyboard is important. Mood boards and maybe frames, uh, references and so many a, a, anything that will help them to see what you're trying to achieve visually is very 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 important. So storyboard is is, is vital. Okay. When you're working with um, directors, you know some directors are technical. They are informed. Um, some are not. Um, how do you tend to collaborate with the directors? Uh, that is that's why I mentioned earlier that that uh, I mostly break down um, scenes, like every scene in the script, even if it's a hundred scene or if it's a one hundred and ten pages or one hundred and fifty pages. I make sure that I I we 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 do that together, the director and I, and the gaffer is available. Basically, there's and even the assistant director because it's very very important in planning hmm. um, the shot. So you, you basically there's a round table and everybody sits down. We are all looking at the script together, discussing every scene you get. So that that is that is that is very 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 important. So if if you do that during pre-production, you know what you are trying to get, what you are trying to achieve from every scene. You know the particular shots you are planning to take. Know the amount of setup that you are planning to 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 execute during a particular scene. When when you get on set, it becomes easier. Even uh, everybody is 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 is, is uh, everybody is in line and in tune with the vision of that particular particular scene and the way they were planning to execute it. So it, it makes everything easier for everybody. So even even if it's a director or a, 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 a lady that is that is not that experienced, having having that solid and concrete production literally helps everybody. And, and we. We try as much as possible to collaborate and work together so that everything comes together nicely. So that is that is what I've always done and that's what I always do. Okay. And um would you say you have a a style? I know, you know, like different projects come up and those different projects have a life on their own. Um, do you have like a style that shows up or you just completely serve the scripts? Uh, I I think I I think when I started off I was <laughs> like when 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 you read various stuff so people some okay some some cinematographers I think they have their style 
but like I've I've I've, I've uh, I think I've grown to understand that every every story and every film presents uh, presents a different style entirely. You get so even 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 if you are planning to do um, planning to life a particular way or you're planning to do some stuff a particular way in line with the, your style of executing stuff i think i think every, every story has a way of distinguishing that style so what 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 i've learned to do is to um how do i put it is to let the story let the script drive the way i move my camera hmm. you get to literally if 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 my camera work is not noticed, that means I've done I've done an amazing job. You get that is it for me. Not uh, I don't I'm not I'm not trying to to be at that point where everybody sees your 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 sees your cinematography or sees the visual effects plainly. You get every everything should be hidden. Hmm. The story should be the film. The story should be at the center of anything that you're doing. You get you should allow the story. To allow the film to drive whatever you're planning to do visually. That is that is how I've always worked. And if it if it means not not uh, not necessarily having a style, then I guess I guess I really don't have a style. I get I would allow. Um, it's just like Richard Dickens. I, I, I think he has been asked this this question a couple of times. And, yeah. and you, uh, you, we always say that he really doesn't have a style. <laughs> that he. That he also allows the 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 film to drive the way he, he executes visually, and I think that is that is that is the idea that I've that I've grown with. Okay, so so far, um, what would you say? What has been the most challenging thing for you to do or shoot on the movie set? Uh, I think I think uh, I think the most challenging challenging what they about to do uh, okay i think that that's that should be prophetess uh, which is coming out on uh, uh, april 2nd in in, uh, in cinemas nationwide so basically we had a very lengthy football sequence to execute and i think that that, that has been the most challenging stuff that i've had to do uh, we had to break down that sequence uh, we did a bit of storyboard we did a short list, but when we got on set, like literally everything, everything turned upside down. But yeah. thankfully, we still executed and it came out really well. You get so that is, I think, I think, I think that has been the most challenging thing that I've had to do. Uh, filming a football sequence, in, in fact, the biggest uh, football sequence in, in in Nigeria. So that 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 has been the most challenging thing that I've had to do. How do you balance the pressure of the typical shooting shadows in Nigeria with your process and your craft? Uh, the balance. So in, I think I think I think one of the things you learn, um, um, working in Hollywood uh, as a whole is that there's 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 literally never enough time hmm. for you to to shoot scenes the way that you might want to or the way that you'd love to. You get so basically, Hollywood teaches you to think on your feet. Hmm. So it should be, you should move quickly. If you think quickly, you get. So once once you're able to to do that, I think you'll be fine with uh, with the schedules, with the with the uh, with the way our films are shot in less than three weeks or a month or blah blah blah. You get. So once 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 you're able to do that, I think you'll be able to find a balance. You get. There's there's always it is always very important for you to find a balance. So that you don't lose, you don't lose, uh, you don't lose concrete time because you are trying to execute the way that you have it in your head. At the end of the day, you are, 
you are you are you should be subservient to the story and to the film and even to to the entire vision of that particular production you get so if if a, if a production needs to move you need to move mm. i'm sure during the production phase you you would you'd have an idea of how this production will go so at that point you are you're already preparing yourself mentally um the kind of challenges that you you you'd have from this particular production so once once you're able to prepare your mind um make sure that you are physically in top shape and do so so many other checks i think you you'll be able to find that balance when when you are set okay you know like camera technology keeps um improving evolving. yeah evolving yeah. um we see that like this aries um red black magic they can do a lot but um i think something that happens quite a lot in nigeria is that um, most people just push the record button they don't play with um all the possible settings that are available at your disposal um like for you how do you kind of keep up with all these different cameras oh uh me me personally i i i, I read a lot i read manuals i read camera manuals i make sure that i'm i'm, I'm I'm aware of any latest technology, any camera technology. Uh, I get, I get, I get newsletters from from camera companies around the world: Red, Aries, um, Fuji Film, uh, Canon, Blackmagic. Basically, what like I always advise younger people that they should they should learn how to read. They should learn how to study. Mm. You get so if you if you know your tool, you'll be able to maximize the output of that particular tool. You get so so that. You, so that you don't just end up on set pressing just the record button and moving along. So because there are so so many uh, um, um, things you might need to know, so that you be able to use that particular tool very well. So what I do, I'm I'm, I'm always updated with latest technology. I'm, I'm I know I know most cameras that are out. Like I've I've I've, I've used a wide range of cameras. So if if you if you and Thankfully, a camera. Once once you understand how a camera works, it's basically the same thing for each and every camera. So, mm. except the various cameras might be different um, in their menus and the way that they operate, you get. So you just particularly need to study those other cameras so that you you know what you are doing, so that you are not just pressing the record button, but you are maximizing the output of that particular camera because you are knowledgeable of that particular camera technology. So, mm. I always advise read study and just get to know about the technology because that is what i do okay um so all lenses are not created equal what's the difference between um let's say cook lenses and your canon or rokinon lenses mm, as you as as you rightly mentioned all lenses are not cre- created the same way so lenses can be likened to uh, maybe mobile phones you get so basically they are low-end phones and they are high-end mobile phones so and basically mobile phones are created with different technologies so there are different um, parts so there are different chips that are put in some particular phones that for lower-end phones you know you get lower grade of those particular um phones that will be imputed you get so for lenses lenses are definitely they have different optics, different focal range, uh, different apertures you get. So, so yeah. some of what um, subtle, subtle 
changes and improvement uh, those are what differentiates uh, lenses and each uh, each uh, camera company has a way of uh, creating their own particular type of lenses so which makes their optics different so uh, cook cook lenses are known for their oh their their cook look they might be warmer on skin tones so some other particular lenses might be a, a little bit colder on skin tone so just those slight slight changes are what makes lenses different so i mean it, it depends on the project that you are trying to to shoot you you do maybe you do camera tests and you see the the footage that will come out from the various cameras and lenses that you 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 you, you choose and you you part, you finally decide on the particular and camera package and lens package that you think will be will be perfect fit for that particular project. So that is that is that is um, all about lenses and their differences. Okay, so let's say you have the choice of um, a camera package and a lens package. Let's say the money is not enough. Which one will you prioritize first, the camera body or the lens? Uh, both are actually very important. So I think. For productions where where there is not enough budget, I think you should try and find a balance, a balance with a very good camera body and a very good lens uh, lens package. So find 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 a balance uh, from what your budget will be able to to uh, to to rent. You get uh, yeah, both both actually very very important. You get very good camera body and a very good lens package because the lens is particularly what what your camera will see and your and your camera body is particularly what uh, uh, what the uh, the body will process whatever the lens will see so each and every part is very 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 important so I always advise for you to find that balance with respect to your budget so try and find a package that will be a perfect fit for your for your project okay so it's um it's the job of a DOP to craft the look of a film. Most times, the films are shot in log or raw, and um, it's kind of a continuous process where um, the colorist then you know manipulates even, um, the even, footage. Yeah, I get. But even even before it gets to that point, it's, it is not just the job of uh, the DP to craft the particular look of the film because. Crafting the particular look of that film involves a lot of stuff. Involves the uh, production design. Yeah. Involves the film design. Involves uh, the way you light and particularly a, a lot of stuff. Like there are some films that you you shoot and um and when it gets to post production uh, and and the coloring process, you you find out that there's there's really not a lot of work to do color wise because you have you have particularly imputed most of most of what you need on set, you your your um, your color palette, the production design and the costume particularly follows literally everything that was that was in the brief for your color palette. And you, you can imagine once if you if you're able to get everything right on set, then when you get to post production and when you're about to start uh, coloring each scene, it, it becomes really really easier and and a DP or a director can 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 uh, communicate the vision he had for that scene with um, the colorist and, and and you guys get a color right for for that particular film so uh, the process should start from pre-production and in principal photography make sure that every everything all the colors that you need or everything that you, you need to be done is done right you get so that when you get to that phase uh, it makes it makes the job easier for everybody so 
So I think it starts from that point and it ends on the table of the colorist. Yeah. So like when the work gets to the table of the colorist, with the films you have worked on, were you consulted with, um, you know, what's, what your kind of end goal was in mind? Or most times the directors take over at that point? Uh, that's like there are always references before the commencement of any shoot. So basically, it's still this same communication during pre-production. So the director and the DP already discusses, oh, okay, what what do you think the film will will eventually turn out to look like? And during coloring phase, if 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 you are the DP, would love to be part of the process, and if you would, if you have the time, you get then definitely you can always you can you can always jump in and and um, and contribute. Oh, okay, this is what I I, I this this is this is the vision that we had doing blah 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 and this is this is what i think we should do you can and they they will definitely always consult the dp because it is your picture at the end of the day yeah the director too that knows uh, post-production um uh, is also uh, uh, an amazing contributor to to that phase because it it, it is also the director's film too as well so basically it's a collaborative effort uh, across board you get for 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 the film to come out the way everybody envisions it so that is that is what i particularly do and and that is how that is how it should be done yeah so um as an artist what do you like to photograph what do you feel strongly about so some people they you know they like the human face and you know they have their thing there and some other people is landscape and some other people is other stuff like for you what kind of gives you life what do you like to photograph uh okay okay so basically me i i take uh apart from apart from making films like i take i take pictures of of people places and things like like every day like I, I i take a picture daily so if if you like maybe follow me on instagram and you look at my stories i think every day there's 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 always a picture you get so i love i love um, photographing people i love photographing places uh, i love photographing um how do i put it uh what is the word um I enjoy just taking pictures you get. So it, 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 it might it might be landscape at a particular point in time. That is if if, if I'm in a location that requires um, requires landscape photography, I'll definitely take that shot you get. But 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 like I, 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 I enjoy like I enjoy taking pictures of random things. I enjoy taking pictures of people particularly and just maybe documentary style photography, at least that is what I do like daily. So yeah. So in Lagos, I take pictures of literally anything that I see, as long as it is visually pleasing, and I think there's a story in that particular thing, I'll take that picture. Okay. So you know, from this your everyday photography, what have you? Because yeah, like our job is to you know capture moments. What have you noticed about everyday life that people tend to ignore? Uh, what about people tend to ignore? Oh, this question is deep. But particularly, what 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 I've noticed individually is that uh, no matter no matter no matter what uh, what Nigeria um, what Nigeria brings or what Nigeria gives to the people, like the people, everybody keeps on moving. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. When 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 I've been in the, I've in, literally I've, I've I've been in 
too many states, if not all the states in Nigeria. So, and in every state I've been to, people are always moving. There's always, there's <laughs> people, Nigerians are always moving. Sadly, that's what I've noticed. So people, they keep on moving and moving, moving forward, uh, or moving to whatever you get. So nobody is stuck at a spot. Yeah. There's, 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 there's always movement. It's either you're moving your cows in the north, or you're moving your your bicycles in the south, or you're moving. So there's 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 always movement. There's always movement. That's what I've noticed. So I don't think that is something that nobody else will notice. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, cinema is. I don't think it's up to two hundred years. Um, it's. I think it's just slightly above a hundred from silent cinema till now. You know. Um. Mm. I think whether it's um the Lumiere brothers or America, they started this whole thing and as time went on the the these common things that formed cinema language, you know, this type of camera movement is supposed to evoke this kind of feeling, this kind of framing is supposed to yeah. do this certain yeah. thing. Um yeah. how the do you, what what are your thoughts on all that? Uh, I think that they are brilliant. You get. I think. I think. I think. I think. So many of all these subtle, subtle camera moves that that we might think that they do not matter individually. When 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 you execute properly, it it can take the audience. It can elevate that scene particularly, yeah. and give the audience a a, a very um, pleasing uh, um, performance from that particular actor. So all all these things. Um, Cinema language, the way you move your camera, they are they are they are vital in 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 executing um, every uh, every every individual scene. So you you might think it is subtle, but it, it is it it has it has elevated that scene and it has it has it has given your your audience uh, uh, something that that is emotionally um, stunning. You get so they are they are actually very 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 important and. Uh, Way back then, you get most of most of these uh, people that we celebrate that created film and blah blah blah. Most of them were experimenting. Most of them didn't even know what they were doing. You get, you so you. I think I think um I think modern day cinematographers should 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 also evolve as well. So you can you can you can learn from all the amazing stuff that that you've learned from them. So and and you can also find a way to to. Um, can also find a way to to um, to put to put in something something that might be different from from what you've also learned. Yeah, you get so that people can also learn from your process later in the future. You get so that, that's 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 what I think. So you can you can build you can build on that foundation and evolve and create something visually stunning too as well. So that is that is what I think. Okay, so like. Who are some of the cinematographers that you kind of look up to their work or you know try to learn from? Oh, uh, no, uh, number one on that list would be would be uh, Roger Dickens because literally when when I when I saw cinematography, like I've had to <laughs> imagine the amount of materials I got, uh, videos, lectures, and so many. Like I had to listen, I have to read. So, uh, Roger Dickens is number one. Um, Sean Bobbitt, um, uh, what is uh, Janusz Kaminski? Yeah. Uh, well, 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 I remember. 
and a couple of others you get so and 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 even from a nigerian dps like the 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 ones that i that i that i watch their films uh, my friends that that that, that they inspire me daily uh, Emmanuel, Mohamed Atta, Dash, um, um, Bishop Blunt, um, and so so many other amazing amazing filmmakers and cinematographers. So basically, it's a is a is a lifelong learning process. So you you need to keep learning and and people and people and people continually inspire different people. So that is. A lot of cinematographers have inspired my work, and I'm thankful yeah, that I get the opportunity to learn from them, to watch their films, and also imbibe some of their their amazing camera work in my work too. So, and then also Bradford Young, I totally, I totally, yeah. totally escaped yeah, Bradford Young. Yeah. Okay, are there some kind of stories or some kind of images you're mm. looking forward to capture in Hollywood that we have not really started exploring yet? Uh nah, I don't like Nollywood has literally explored everything. Like, I don't think that there are there are images that that Nollywood has, has, has not explored in, in the time past or even presently you get you there there, there are so many films that will be released this year that uh, you 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 particularly see a lot of lot of new um, I'll not I'll not say it is new, but uh, a, a lot of interesting camera work from brilliant cinematographers. So basically, Nollywood has Nollywood has done a lot technically, uh, visually. We are we are we can we can I think we can compete globally, self with 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 the way we have been moving over the past few years. So I think they have they are pretty much covered um, literally uh, uh, every. I will, I will not say everything, but. Can can even be everything because I've, I've I've been privileged to watch a lot of stuff and trust me it it cuts it cuts uh, across a, a wide range of uh, of uh, visual stunning uh, images or footages or blah 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 so trust me they've we've we've, we've covered a lot. I noticed in um, Day of Destiny there was. Um... You guys did some VFX work. Yeah. How was it um, shooting that? Did you have like a VFX supervisor on set? Yes. Uh, thankfully, um, the studio that produced DOD, um, Antio, is a, a full-blown uh, post-production facility as well. So thankfully, we had we had the amazing VFX people on set. Um, uh, Mr. Ni, who was the uh, executive producer too, is a, is, a, is a VFX person. So he coordinated the VFX and thankfully it came out really well. So um, how, how different is it? Because you know you have to imagine stuff. Is this something that you guys had to do a lot of takes? How how did it play out on set? We had to do a lot of um, takes, particularly for those visual effects scenes because we pretty much had to cover every angle. Yeah. Um, and, and we allowed the, um, and the post-production supervisor to guide us because that, that was very important. So if 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 you follow the instructions and 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 you execute properly on set, you'll be able to to actualize the vision for that scene with the visual effects, and everything will, will come out nicely. So that's what we did. We we did a lot of takes, um, a lot of um, some specific details 
a lot of uh, things with our lighting too that would influence the visual effect so that when when it is being uh, cooked in the in post-production it, it, it comes out amazing so that is that's what we had to do okay so i saw that um you have directed something um a short film called wheels oh yeah wheels okay so can you talk more about that yeah, so Will's, um, Will's is a story about a, a disabled boy, a poor disabled boy in Nigeria who questions uh, his chances of, of ever having a future growing up in Nigeria. So Will's is my baby. Uh, I shot Will's in, um, I think, uh, December 20, 2019. Okay. Yeah, and then we wrapped the post-production um, uh, early this year, I think January. So and currently we are submitting to um, to festivals around the world so particularly we want to spread the, the message we want people to be aware of what disabled children go through in underdeveloped or developing countries like Nigeria you get so that is that's the core vision for will yeah and um, is directing something you look forward to doing more of are we going to be expecting more from you oh oh, oh definitely I'll, I'll, I'll definitely direct I'll, I'll definitely be directing a lot of um, um, stories that um, that I'm, I'm particularly in love with. Stories about humans, stories stories that are based on true life events or based on true life stories. So that is that, that is that is, I think that is what we form the core of my of my directing. Okay, yeah, I can't wait to see Wheels and um, any future work. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so Wheels, Wheels. We should drop before the end of this year. So, if particularly if 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 we get into some of the festivals that we're going to get into, yeah, then we'll be releasing wheels um, before the end of this year. Okay, what would you kind of tell aspiring DPs to do to up their game and to be seen? Because you know you, you can know you can know everything about how the camera works. You can yeah you can be really mm -hmm. experienced, but how do you kind of up your game and also be seen? Uh, to be seen, you actually need to make stuff. Yeah. So what 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 may I advise? If 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 you are really really brilliant, I think I think people should, you should collaborate with with people around. It can be it can be your friend that is a director. You can you can have a friend that is a writer or something and. You guys can come together and make a if, if even if it's a short film or something, make a short film, post on the internet, submit to festivals. Just do literally everything you get, uh, and and uh, hopefully you'll be noticed because I, I can assure you that there's no there's no particular formula to actually getting noticed or something. So you get you can just be you can just be on the um, can just be at a particular. The particular networking event, and you meet uh, you meet a producer that you've always followed or a director that you've always admired, and who knows, you can start a conversation and you show him, oh, this is what I just did. You show him your you the film that you just made with your friends, and and he loved it, and he said, ah, oh, please send it to me or send an email with your show reel and blah blah blah, and that is that is how we uh, it uh, eventually happens. But what our advice for for young cinematographers, they should keep working. Uh, keep developing yourself personally. Keep reading books. Keep just keep working. Keep growing. Keep moving forward. You get that is that is the only 
the only way that you're going to get to the top you get you need to keep moving like i said earlier keep moving yeah so for you as a dop like how important is blocking and camera rehearsals for you oh i'm uh, blo- <laughs> blocking uh, not, not just for me for everybody blocking is, is is literally the most important part before before a scene is being shot you get because if you don't block how how do i um how how do i know how your actors are supposed to move how how am i supposed to light how, uh, how am i supposed to 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 basically play around that scene with your actors in the frame so blocking is 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 the most important part before a scene is being shot and Camera uh, rehearsals are very very vital, so that you you get to make the changes. And you know, you know, even after blockings, um, the 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 with the regards to the way the actors will perform, they can they can even move a little bit out of the blocking that the director just. Gave. Yeah. So that is why camera is important, so that you 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 particularly understand the way the actor um, thinks or the way the actor will move for that particular scene, and you can. And you can and you can add, do some slight adjustment and and everything will work out really well. So every every process before the scene is being shot is very very important. It is vital for everybody. Yeah. So you mentioned that you know when um, you're kind of called for a project, you first um, read the material and hear the director's vision to decide yes. whether you go on the on the project. Do you find yes. that um, the production you're moving into, if they are not going to give you the space to do the things that you need to do, do you feel that's another reason why you not go on a project? Like you guys don't approach film the same way. Yeah, if, if that that is if your if uh, if uh, if and your visions do not align, I don't think you should take on that project because that is it will be messy. You get so you don't you shouldn't jump on a project that you are not fully committed to. Because your visions don't really align, so if that happens, then my brother, stay away from that project. Yeah, you're stuck on an island, and you have to okay. keep watching one particular film. What film would this be? <laughs> what film? <laughs> I don't think I don't think I enjoy I enjoy watching films um, like multiple, multiple, multiple times. Uh, after after a few times, I think I get tired of that particular material. Like I'm not somebody that will watch uh, watch a film uh, 15 times. No, it's, it's not it's not me. So yeah. and I really don't have favorites, favorites. So <laughs> so this your question is going to be really, really difficult. But if I'm stuck on an island, I I watch I watch uh, I watch a Nollywood film. So any any Nollywood film, I'll, I'll I'll gladly watch it if I'm stuck on an island. Okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Our industry is growing and. Um... There's still there's still a lot of work to be done. What do you think should be our priority? Uh, our top priorities. Um, I think our top priorities should be um, trying to still make that foundation where other people can grow from. Because we are still uh, an industry lacking in in structure, lacking in some crucial or concrete foundation. I think when we can put all these things in place, then then. Then everything will begin to come together nicely, and it will, it will, it will, it will go. It will, it, it will also help in our development. It will help um, later in the future. You get. So I think we should try and put structures and foundations in place. Associations, important associations, 
in place so that people can grow, the industry can grow too as well. So I think if if, if we can start doing that, we've started, I guess. So, but yeah. it will still take a lot of work to get to that level you get. So we should continue working to put the right things in place so that everybody will be happy at the end of the day and industry will grow. Okay. I don't think there's a Nigerian society of cinematographers. If there ends up being one, what role would you like them to play? Well, it's, it, 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 it will basically be a, a community of, of cinematographers that we will come, exchange knowledge, go together, a community that supports its own, a community that, that backs each and every cinematographer, a community that is willing to grow together, a community that is united, uh, a community that, that is interested in the development of the industry as a whole, a community that respects every cinematographer and basically a community that is exciting to be a part of. So if if we can start with that, then I think we'll have a solid community. Yeah. Um, what do you think about... I mean, maybe, maybe it's not like well-developed for us to have opinions, but what do you think about like award shows and, you know, the technical awards? So like, for example... Um, with um best cinematography like all these awards in nigeria do you think they uh, are reflective of you know kind of the best work that is being done yeah, yeah i think so award ceremonies are, are, are to recognize amazing work so i think o- o- over the last few years we've, we've we've gotten amazing films that has been nominated and also won various awards i think they have been deserving you get yeah. so i think I think it has been it has been a good run so far, so good. No, as long as you are nominated, you are a winner because your 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 effort has been recognized. So you, if you, if you don't end up carrying the the prize or whatever, it is it shouldn't feel bad about it. It is it is part of the uh, process. So you, you can also use that leverage to to do amazing work the next year, submit your films, and hopefully you win. But as long as you have been nominated, you have been recognized, and that is a win for everybody you get. Okay. So um, how can people keep up with your work? Uh, I post regularly on, on social media. I post on Instagram. So you can... And most of my work on Instagram, I update regularly. I uh, show people, okay, this is what I'm, I'm presently doing, or this is what I'm... I'm gonna be releasing in two months or three months. So if if you want to follow my work, you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Bani, and you will definitely be updated regularly with stuff that I do. All right, thanks, um, Bani, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So I really really appreciate. It. You have come to the end of this episode. Please remember to leave a rating and a review. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Telegraph Film. And the podcast also on Instagram and Twitter at the Niger Film Pod. See you on the next episode. Have a good one.